Hey, Keith, did you hear? The moon was actually part of Mars at one point. Oh, is this this stupid meme that goes around every once in a while where people think that the moon and Mars are going to be the same size in the sky one day? No, 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 no. Trump tweeted it today. He, you know, he he said that the moon was part of Mars. No, no, really. I mean, Trump gets intelligence briefings. He must know something we don't. You know, Elliot, I would never have believed that of the two of us, you would be the first to use the word intelligence associated with President Trump. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. Geek Counter Geek with Keith Conrad and Elliot Serrato. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Well, maybe it's one of those other shows, like Outer Limits. Confuse the Twilight Zone with the Outer Limits? Do you even know me? Geek Counter Geek number 137. I'm Keith Conrad, at Keith R. Conrad on Twitter, joined, as always, by my BFF, Elliot Serrano, at Elliot Serrano on Twitter. There's pretty much two of every letter in that. My name is the Noah's Ark of Consonants. It, it really is. Yeah, truly. Mm-hmm. All, all right. I, I, you know, usually the, the cold open is just something goofy that we, we throw in at the beginning. Uh, the moon is not the part of is not a part of Mars. Let's just let's just throw that out there. It's, it's not. And, okay. And, are and, and, and are we me, sure though? Are we sure? Like I I, mean, I, I, I can't even I, touch on how stupid this tweet was because uh, so 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 like I I can sort of like wrap my head around what he's what he's trying to say that oh oh NASA's doing stuff other than just going to the moon, right? But he's the one who's making them go back to the moon in five years. Like, that, that's all him. Like, they, they were like, hey, let's do it by 2028. And he said, no, you have to do it while I'm president. So he's the one who's made the moon, like, everything they're focused on. Oh, you know, if he really wants us to go to the moon, why, why doesn't he do what the last uh, president who got us to the moon did? Uh, no, no, that's do, do it that's in a, for... in a, on a movie set. Well, is that what you're going for, Elliot? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I certainly don't want this uh, podcast to be flagged by the Secret Service or or punched <laughs> by Buzz Aldrin. Punched by Buzz Aldrin. Um, see, to me, and this is the thing. I mean, you're never going to see me really. Um, like trying to defend the our, our current president, our our current commander in chief. Really? No, um, no, I'm shocked. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, there are times when he says certain things where I kind of go, okay, I see what he was trying to say. I get it. Uh, he just could have said it better than that. He he's not the most articulate ge- gentleman, and there are times I swear. He's probably using his phone, losing like voice, voice to text. Oh, yeah, to, that could um, be. You know, to so the text probably you know gets things all fudged up, and then and then of course the misspellings. I mean, it, it's been it's been um, already reported that Trump isn't the only one who tweets. You know, there is actually his own staff will write different tweets. 
and um, he approves which ones. And it's also been reported that they intentionally do things like put in misspellings or use bad grammar. So you think the tweet came from him. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, like him actually saying the moon is part of Mars, I think. Like like that, as you said, that was worded clumsily, but I think everybody got what he was going for. But the fact that he's even complaining about NASA spending all this time talking about going to the moon, he's the guy who did this. Well, maybe the moon is a part of Mars and we just, you know, again, he's been told this and he's like, you know, he or or maybe that's what he meant by having a space force that the Martians are building an invasion platform on the moon and we need to be ready for them. Like the moon and, and Mars have entered into an alliance against Earth and and Trump wants to protect us. No, oh, forget that's that's yeah. as crazy as saying they faked the moon landing. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. Uh, by by the way, uh, uh, Chernobyl has wrapped up, and it was really good. I'm not, I'm just I know. You, uh, after our last podcast, uh, when we talked about Chernobyl, that people there was quite a bit of a discussion on uh, the Twitter about you know the end of Chernobyl um, and and all that. A highest rated show HBO's had even um, pulled in higher ratings in Game of Thrones. Yeah, and it's uh, I think on IMDb it's the highest uh, uh, like user rated show ever. So that's 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 pretty good. You're good on HBO for that. Now they need to do the spinoff that we uh, we uh, proposed uh, last episode. Hey, if hey, you want to hey. if you want to know what it was, you got to go back and listen to it. We're not we're not gonna we're not gonna give any spoilers to our last oh, episode. I, I, I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Revert, <laughs> that would literally be like reverse spoilers. I, I like that. We, spoilers. We've invented something. Yes. <laughs> and then, um, uh, uh, of course, we're still waiting for Westworld to come back. Yeah, I mean, HBO um, has some time to kill, so I, I don't think our uh, our our Chernobyl spinoff is that crazy of an idea. No, not at all. How, how about a, a reality show where you, um, you you drop like like ten people in the Chernobyl exclusion zone, and just say, "Hey, you gotta you gotta survive." Oof. Well, well, I'm surprised they haven't done that already. That uh, Mark Burnett hasn't done uh, Survivor Chernobyl. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised. Like they uh, they say, uh, you know, like. However long you can actually stay in the exclusion zone at one time and actually, you know, remain healthy, they they make it like two weeks longer than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we we already know that parts of Chern- nature has been reclaiming right. parts of Chernobyl. And, and actually, uh, they they recently a uh, couple of years ago they they built the new containment thing around it because the sarcophagus they built in 1986 was starting to crumble so they built this new you know containment thing around it and uh, they've actually the, the plan is to eventually dismantle the, the whole thing and, and actually literally completely clean clean it up and uh, just since they put the new confinement thing on top of it uh, the radiation that's been coming out of it is um, uh, cut by a third so, like, it, it almost, you know, it almost loses some of its charm when, you know, you can't get irradiated just by standing next to it. <laughs> well, have you seen any three-eyed fish, though, come from streams? I, I don't think so. by Chernobyl. But, you know? but, but anyway, uh, you know, if, if you haven't seen Chernobyl yet, uh, 
get on it and, and watch it. It's really good. It, it's a it's a it's a fun, uplifting. No, I'm oh, sorry. Totally. No, <laughs> if you've ever wondered how a person could literally could literally for like the last uh, few hours of their life look like the black and white people from that Star Trek episode. Th- this tells this explains how. And uh, be sure to stop by the Geek Counter Geek uh, Facebook page where our current poll is, which is the worst villain, the White King from Game of Thrones or a chunk of graphite from Chernobyl. I, I tell, tell you, I, I have to I have to give the 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 edge there to the the uh, the chunk of graphite, because I, I think he'd, the, the graphite was just much more effective. Did the goddess I tell you the graphite came to do a job and it did it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, it wasn't done in by uh, by a young girl with a a uh, dragon glass uh, uh, knife who could somehow like jump as if launched from a catapult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, yeah, good. Yeah, I, I I don't know how there's any debate here. Just just give it to the ground. <laughs> well, no, but come out, come over to the Geek Counter Geek Facebook page, and then give us your opinion. We want to hear it. Yes, we do. So I um, so uh, you know, I know at at one point we we're going to talk about uh, uh, the the fact that Brent Spiner might have been coming to uh, Picard, but it sounds like that rumor has been uh, uh, kind of shot shut down at this point. It's funny because um, if you go on Twitter, you will see all the cast members. I want to say Myrna Sirtis, Gates McFadden, some of the other cast members have been talking about how happy they are that there's going to be a Picard show. And then they follow up by, I have not been asked to be on it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know that's the first question everybody asks. Yeah, yeah. So, are you going to be on it? Are you going to do the show? Are you going to be on it? And um, well, so, see, yeah. see, here's what here's what I would say about that. So, so this is it's a serialized series, as far as we know. Actually, I think that's I think they've 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 said that it's a it's a serialized story, just like um, just like Discovery. And I, I think that um, you, you kind of you can bring those people in and like you would assume that they're probably still a part of his life in some way. But I think if you do it like too early, like even in the first whole season, it becomes just kind of gimmicky. Like, oh, this week we're bringing in Data and this week we're bringing in Dr. Crusher. And, you know, so, so I could see them wanting to, you know, even if they plan on bringing them in occasionally at some point in the series, maybe the, they just you know, avoid that in the first season. Or you do like Discovery where you don't introduce the Enterprise until the very last episode. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you introduce, you know, the, the next gen crew and the very last episode of Picard. And then you're like, ooh. And, and it sets it, it, up the next season. Everybody's excited. Yeah. Because um, I, I was, um, I, I liked how in the teaser, um, it starts at the vineyard. Um, that we know that if you, of course, all the next gen nerds know um, from all good things that that's where Jean-Luc retires to, you know, to take care of his vineyard. Right. Um, and I, I'm, I'm wondering how many people are going to complain that that vineyard looks way too, too advanced to, to uh, compared to the one they saw in Next Generation. <laughs> you know, wait, where were these hovering watering thingies that are there? I didn't see that. in that. They, they in were the, in the in bar the, and you just didn't see them. Didn't see him. 
you know, when they're contemporizing it more. Um, and of course, alluding to, you know, I guess, you know, Admiral Picard's greatest mission, greatest, what is it? The, the greatest rescue effort in Starfleet history. And yet after that, you know, he lost his faith. Yeah, and and, and, so like, and I think supposedly that all actually has to do with the destruction of uh, Romulus, which is the catalyst for the J.J. Abrams universe. Yeah, so um, yeah, so we'll that is uh, going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. I, all I know is that they got my attention. Um, you know, it uh, and also knowing the folks who are involved in this in this particular series. Um, you know, when you have like a Pulitzer Prize winner, you know, like Michael Chabon, you know, right. um, involved it, that's going to be, that's going to be really cool. Um, and, and even if none of the, uh, uh, next generation characters actually show up in the series, Jonathan Frakes is directing two episodes. So he's directing. Yeah. We shot to be, uh, yeah, they've, they've already shown, uh, I love that, uh, selfie that, uh, Patrick Stewart and Frakes took they put on Twitter. Isn't it great these days to have something like social media, like Twitter, where you can see these folks, folks, you know, posting things in real time as it's happening. You don't have to wait for like a monthly magazine to come out to get, you know, shots from the set and so on. Wait, wait, you can do stuff like that on social media. It's not just about owning the libs and the cons. I'm telling you, there are days. Yes. Yes. Let's focus on the positive. You almost had me. Keith, you almost drew me to the dark side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, social media can do such great things. I, I have committed myself. I have committed myself to be positive on social media, to, to engage, to have fun, to, you know, if, if there f- things are going to go, instead of being angry about it, I'm going to, you know, try to, you know, to have some fun with things, you know, push out the, push out the bad, pull in the good. That's what I want to do. Although I will say Twitter does tend to be a hellscape dumpster fire. So again, come on by the Geek Counter Geek Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, vote, and vote on the Night King versus Graphite. I grab it. Or you know what? I do enjoy. I mean, uh, I, I I harp on this, um, but uh, the truth is, if you come by the Facebook page, we actually have some fun conversations happen there. You know, we've got a nice, nice, uh, dedicated core of folks who come by, comment on the things that we'll post there, and have fun. You know, we they like we like having fun there. Come have fun with us, please. It's fun, really. We're trying to do that. We're trying to have fun. So yeah. Um, so but Twitter again. Um, it was fun to see uh, Frakes and and um, Patrick Stewart together. Gave me the feels. Gave me the willies. Because right now there's you know there's so much out there. There's so many negative things out there. Let's grab onto the positive. Um, and and I think it's only a matter of time before they start begging Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen to come back for another X-Men movie, because right now Dark Phoenix is not doing anything. No. And uh, I, I don't think I, I, I think that might it might be the end of uh, X-Men movies for a while. I think that, uh, you know, they'll, they'll just be like, OK, you know, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen have probably, you know, Probably wouldn't even be all that interested in it at this point because I think they've done everything they can with the characters. Um, 
you know, why don't we uh, why don't we wait for a while and then uh, reboot it years later with uh, you know new people? No, yeah, and then the next big thing will be like X Men versus Avengers. You know, that'll be the thing I that could, gets people. I could definitely I see that. You know, at the yeah. at the at the end of this next you know group of uh, you know couple phases of movies, maybe that's what happens. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, happy feels. Give me some fun stuff. I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know. Uh, do you think there's any chance we get the Pike series? Because that that you know it's <laughs> it's still out there, but uh, it, it's it's lost a little bit of steam. I don't know, but Anson Mount he's been out there on um, on Twitter. And uh, first, you know, I am, uh, uh, this is one of those times when, you know, I'm, I'm like happy for a person who I don't know. Because mm-hmm. after he got saddled with Inhumans, which was bad. I'm sorry. I don't blame him for that. It's the way they put that show together. And considering he was playing like my favorite character, mm-hmm. you know, Black Bolt, my favorite Marvel character. And, and, you know, I was hoping for good things and it didn't go anywhere for him to get a really great character in Discovery. And then he's out there doing the, you know, again, he's really active on social media. He's also got a podcast, which, um, which, which I think by the if, way, I, I hate to direct people away from our podcast, but uh, Anson Mount's podcast, The Well, is really good. It's really good. And I'm, I'm going to we'll plug it here and hope maybe we can do like a geek counter geek. Well, crossover, you know, oh, I, like we've been crossing over with other ones. Yeah, you know, I, I, kind of fun. Yeah, I, I'm sure Anson Mount is going to be calling us about doing that. Oh, no, I'll call him. I'll be persistent. You know, I'll be. <laughs> uh, how do you think I get dates? I just wear him down. Like, <laughs> Wait, but, which, um, wait, which, by the way, not not to like get completely all over the map, uh, but uh, I I didn't realize that Ethan Peck, uh, who played Spock in Star Trek Discovery, and hopefully the the you know Christopher Pike spinoff, is Gregory Peck's grandson. I I, I didn't know that. And um, that he will be. Um, they're gonna hit him up to play. Um, play um, Atticus Finch in the um, Aaron Sorkin directed The Kill a Mockingbird. You heard that here first. Yeah, you joke, but but I could see that happen. <laughs> no, you know, I, I would say if there was ever a role, I bet you he would never take. It would be that one. He goes because all of the comparisons, all the comparisons that would be made. Maybe, you know. uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, Moby Dick. He could, he could Moby Dick. He could, he could play. Except he he would be in Moby Dick. Except he'd play Ishmael instead of uh, Captain Ahab. <laughs> So and then it, yeah, he doesn't have, but he would have like just one line. Um, call me Ishmael, and, that, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah, and it's like that's it. And the rest of the time, he's just like wandering around in the background. Uh, so so back to uh, <laughs> back to Star Trek Picard. Um, uh, so so I think there's one thing that has to happen in that for, in order for me to feel like the the series is complete, and I think like at some point. You know, like he, he's he's waiting in like a lobby at Starfleet, you know, to talk to whatever person he's he's uh, he's there to talk to. And he just as he's waiting, killing time, he just whips out his flute and starts playing it. Yeah, no, you know, that's going to happen. You know, they're, they're going to, you know, you joke, but watch, it's going to happen. Or it'll be like he'll pull it out and he's about to play it and then he's interrupted. Yeah, that, that would actually be that would be even better. Yeah. Then you'd be like, oh, come on, you know, so. 
that, that that's gonna be a moment everyone's waiting on. Uh, you know, you know, the, you know, another moment I'm waiting on. What's that? That moment when the folks who listen to this podcast decide to check out the headphones and accessories at tweakedaudio.com. That is one dynamite segue. <laughs> You know what you can find at tweakedaudio.com, right? Uh, headphones and headphone accessories. Of oh, different styles and colors, all different price points. You've got your mic'd, non-mic'd. You've got your wired. You've got your Bluetooth. And then if you add to that, when you ch- when you add the enter the code GCG at checkout, you get thirty three percent off your price. And free worldwide shipping. Anywhere, even if you're delivering to the Chernobyl exclusion zone? Even if you're delivering to the moon and Mars, which are actually both the same. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You definitely want to specify the zip code for that because, you know, you don't want people to be confused since the moon is part of Mars now. Boon is part of Mars. So. And of <laughs> so course, go, to, go on. And of course, once you get these headphones and accessories uh, from Tweaked Audio, you'll want to listen to the, the great podcasts on the Radio Misfits podcast network like the Pressman Hour, uh, Caffeinated Comics, uh, Steph's in the City, um, you know, the, the latter two we've actually been a part of. Well, I've never been invited to be on Caffeinated Comics, but you have. Well, actually, yes, we have had John on Geek Counter Geek, so it was kind of like caffeinated. It was a caffeinated geeks, or it no, was. or it was a caffeinated counter geek. I think is what we called that episode. Yeah. And then there's yeah. uh, there's there's new shows like the Car Guys Report and uh, and Destination uh, Eat and Drink. Um, so uh, lots of new stuff to uh, to check out on the Radio Misfits podcast network. And uh, be on the lookout for a lot of cool stuff that's going to be going on, not only on Radio Misfits, but here on Geek Counter Geek, where teasing, teasing, we are actually going to have some new guests from a hit Netflix show. Uh, yeah, and and one of them is a uh, is an actor who portrayed a a character that you reference more than I reference The Simpsons. Can so. I say when you find out who we're gonna have on our show, you're going to say that's inconceivable. Wow, I, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So be on the lookout and come on back. And again. Uh, check out the Geek Counter Geek Facebook page where we have we'll post lots of fun memes, polls. Uh, I, I, I've been posting all the fun NASA stuff I can find. You know, I, I appreciate that for you. Yeah. You know, putting it out there for you. And then you've been and you've been posting all the Star Wars memes. Something happened. Is it was there a body switch? I, I, th- I think there may have been. But, uh, yeah, it's been uh, for, for me. It's been it's been Star Wars and uh, Chernobyl stuff in Chernobyl. Like yeah. uh, the, the one I was actually just about to uh, about to post is uh, it's Legasov, uh, which is the Jared Harris character uh, visiting a fast food restaurant. And, you know, the voice says, you know, what, you know, uh, you know, what do you what do you have? And, and he says, what are the cost of fries? <laughs> oh, man see i haven't even watched the show and i got that joke <laughs> but 
them Ruskies, them <laughs> Russians, them Russians. I'm telling you. Uh, speaking of people <laughs> Russian, why, why is it why 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 is everybody Russian to bring back uh, 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 you know stories from the 80s? Well, it's funny because it seems like, you know, we are uh, you know, I'm guessing this is a uh, a true detective deal. Time is a flat circle and oh, right now the cir- the circle has, you know, we're on that edge of the circle where we're back in the 80s again. You know, hostilities with the Russians, uh, you know, really The moon is part uh, of Mars. The moon is part of Mars. We got a president that really doesn't know what they're doing. You know, oh, don't uh, be that guy. Yeah, the, you know, everyone says the economy is doing great, but you know, everyone else know, you know, but we the farmers are still starving and poor people are multiplying and the homeless are, are you know still living in the street. Yeah, but hey. um, and well, technically, Elliot, if they weren't living on the street, they wouldn't be homeless. They'd have homes. <laughs> so. There you go. I'll just um, say, hey. you know, phrasing on that one because, yeah. Well, anyway. I, I, all I know is if I tweeted that, I wouldn't have nearly as many people criticizing my grammar. That's true. That's true. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we've got former waitresses turned revolutionaries fighting robots. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, so, so we've so, got. So we've got this new uh, Terminator movie, and and actually, ironically enough, uh, you know we've we've known this new Terminator movie is in in the works for a while, and uh, I, I'm just saying that I'm I'm slightly prescient because the day before the trailer dropped, I was like, hey, we're getting awfully close to the Terminator movie coming out. I wonder if there's going to be a trailer, and then there was the next day. I'm not saying again, I'm psychic, no. but. And see, that's the kind of stuff you get when you follow us on Twitter and on social media, right? Exactly. You know, I mean, it was essentially Keith was doing his own version of Car- the, the mighty Karnak. He, you <laughs> held like a blank envelope to your head and went, uh, when's the next Terminator trailer coming out? Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm your Ed McMahon online. And I go, hey, so, so it's, it's been out for uh, for a couple weeks now. I assume you've seen it. What did you think of it? Uh, a little taste of things. Uh, I I rather enjoyed it. Uh, again, it was a teaser. There were right. some folks who went, oh, I don't get it. What's that? Uh, this again? Blah, blah, blah. And- yeah, yeah, see, see, that's what I, what I didn't get because there were a lot of people assuming that because there's old Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, that uh, like they're they're basically copying one of the plot lines from uh, Terminator Genesis, which they may very well be. Although since James Cameron is involved, I assume he came up with some unique angle on it. But we don't know that from what we saw. And he says that um, he's kind of ignoring everything that came after T two. Right. Um, in his own mind, which, this... which is okay with me. Yeah, I mean, it, it, when you talk about time travel movies it's you know it's with every sequel after t2 you can say it's an alternate future so it can be just yet another branch off right which which, by the way i um i uh since since she's unemployed now um you know emilia clark was actually very good in terminator genesis the problem was everything else was horrible it was pretty bad Uh, my favorite meme was um uh it was um uh 
the battle of the of the non-canon Sarah Connors because <laughs> you had Lena Headley was in the Sarah Connor Chronicles <laughs> yes. and then Amelia Clark was uh, was a Terminator Genesis and let's not bring up poor Matt Smith who oh, was yeah. making a big deal about him being in Terminator Genesis and then was in it for all of what three minutes he was whatever. in it for all of three minutes and you know by the way not to uh, get us uh, distracted too much but uh like, I don't know what's going on with Matt Smith and Star Wars, but one minute he was in it, and the next minute, there's never any mention of him again. Mention of it again, unless, and it, yeah, it's this, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this more as the rise of Skywalker gets closer, but of course, the rumor is the reason he was cut out is because he's playing a young Palpatine, and that's why they don't want to spoil, you know, the character he's playing. So uh, Yeah, I, can, I could definitely see that, but uh, yeah. if, um, you know... Like, yeah, yeah. And I guess if if you said who everyone else is, but hey, there's this mystery character that Matt Smith is playing. Like, you can't do any interviews when the movie comes yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I, I that that when I heard that that rumor that uh, Matt Smith was uh, young Palpatine, um, that that makes a lot of sense. But but I guess we'll see. Maybe he's not in it at all. Who knows? You know. Because he couldn't, you know, first he plays Skynet, you know, one form of absolute evil. And then he's going to play, you know, the, the Sheev Palpatine, another form of absolute evil. What's left? Oh, president of the United States. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but again, but, that's uh, at Elliot Serrano on Twitter. <laughs> two L's, two T's, two R's. Oh, why don't you pwn this liberal? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but back back to the the Terminator Dark Path. It, I, I dark fate. Like, oh, dark, dark, dark fate. Yeah. Oh, dark fate. Correct. Um, the the whole thing with the little teasers them showing again. Um, you know the new dynamic for it, and um, and to James Cameron even he's also going on record too. You know the the reason he wanted to bring Linda Ham- Hamilton back as Sarah Connor was the you know, and I thought it was a great uh, point that he made. He goes, you have all these older dudes, you know, sixty year old plus guys out there, um, you know, doing action movies, but you just don't see that as much with women. And he, he said, let's Linda Hamilton's going to do it. He's going to show them how it's done. Um, and to which then uh, Harrison Ford responded, Indiana Jones five is filming next week. I mean, next year. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so, that did happen. It, it, that people were like, "Next week? What?" No, it's next next year. But uh, I, I uh, yeah, I, I and then he said, that "Chris Pine can't play uh, Indiana Jones," which I don't think anybody had actually suggested. So yeah, he was he was being funny. You know, poor Chris Pratt, can Chris Pine, Pratt, all those things. We will discuss in the future, though, whether Indiana Jones should be recast or not. But we'll, we'll save that for another one, another podcast. Or come on down by the Geek Counter Geek Facebook page and let us know what you think. Should he be recast? Um, but uh, I, I, I think I'm, I think uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones should be recast with a chunk of graphite. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll put a fedora on it. We'll see how that looks. <laughs> uh, but um, but but as far as with Terminator Dark Fate, uh, the one thing I did enjoy was that cool song, uh, the Bjork cover. 
uh, that they use like as the as the the soundtrack for it. I was like, what is this song? And it was funny how um, if you went into Google search, you put down Terminator Dark Fate uh, uh, trailer song and it already filled it in for you. <laughs> nice. I, you know? I Shazammed it while I was watching it. So. Oh, you Shazammed it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, then that someone has already done. Um, they've posted it on YouTube a few times, you know, so you just hear the song itself, which was actually pretty cool so um I'm, I'm gonna give it for a teaser to just give me a little taste of what's going on and then as you're saying we don't know what james cameron's gonna do next but you know he came up with an interesting new angle on that and maybe it's like that bit where um remember how with the previous terminator movies they tried to kill Sarah Connor before she gave birth to John Connor. Then they went back and they wanted to kill John Connor. Then they went back again to not only try to kill John Connor, but all his friends who would become part of the resistance later on. Yeah. And then they want to go back yet again <laughs> to now get, get, kill the parents of the people who will look for going to, you know, it's, we'll see. Which, by the way, at some point, uh, either we've got to learn that to uh, John Connor's in there somewhere, and we just don't know it yet. Or they have to actually like explain where John Connor is. It's a, uh, Cameron did say Connor is in this one. Oh, okay. Uh, they ha they have cast an actor to play John Connor. Although I don't know if they're going to. I don't know if they've. Uh, there's. I don't know where I read this. They they talked about the actor who's cast to play John Connor, but they were thinking that they were going to digitally insert Edward Furlong's face over <laughs> over this kid. You know. This, this new kid's face. I don't know. That would be the. Um, that would be interesting. What is that new? That new deep fakes. They would deep fake his face. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be Terminator. Terminator deep deep fake. I, I, I like one. that. That I think that could be the next one. Yeah. You know, and then and then from there and then but then the episode ends with you know Sarah Connor. You know, the, the, it looks like Skynet has been has been victorious and 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 sarah connor goes who will save us now and then you rambo shows up yeah because apparently <laughs> rambo will be around in 2029 too <laughs> rambo yeah uh, in the meantime he's fighting he's fighting the mexican cartels uh, in rambo last blood <laughs> are they sure they want to commit to that because last blood sounds like a last movie you know, yeah, uh-huh. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. He's not even trying now. Stallone, he's not, he's not doing the Rambo look. He doesn't have long hair. He's back to, you know, it's just going to be just Stallone's regular, you know, how he looks all the time now. He's a well, rancher. Well, in fairness, who has the same look for like 40 years? Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but then uh, 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 it's uh, did, was anyone asking for another Rambo movie? I, uh, did, I certainly wasn't. Did did you? I, I didn't ask for it. It was like you know, it's like kind of like at some point. You know, it was time to pick the form of the destructor, you know, <laughs> and then, then we all heard the sequel is chosen. <laughs> You're like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't ask for a sequel. I, I, thought, of, a sequel? <laughs> I, I thought of something that could never harm us. <laughs> oh, no. Keith has gone bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, uh, I would say, what do you think the story is? But Rambo is not really known for its story. Well, you look at that trailer, and it's essentially another uh, another Home Alone. <laughs> They're coming after Rambo on his ranch, <laughs> and he's and he's got explosives and 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 automatic crossbows and and knives and everything. And there's they're gonna fight in his barn. <laughs> I'm saying, why I I am gonna deep fake that movie mm-hmm. into Home Alone uh, Home Alone Five, you know, and I'm gonna put a grizzled Macaulay Culkin's face over <laughs> Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, <laughs> you know, because that to me is a sequel I want to see. That's a sequel I've been waiting for, and I haven't gotten it yet. You know, I, I have to tell you that, uh, you know, now now I famously on this on this podcast, much to uh, you and everybody else's chagrin, have never seen a James Bond movie. But I, at this point, I should once again reiterate, I've kept this streak going for this long. <laughs> Shouldn't everybody be impressed by that streak and say, yeah, keep it going? Keep it going, because because uh, uh, then you would have mi- you have missed the James Bond movie uh, Skyfall. Right. Where it was essentially Home Alone. Where <laughs> people were attacking him in the old Bond residence, and right, right. And, and 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 he had it rigged up to you know to kill the rogue agents that were coming after him. So I'm like, what? Maybe I should deep fake that. I think you, I think you should. Home but Alone sequel. I I have actually seen all of the Rambo movies at one time or another, but I I, I always found them kind of meh and never really. Never really got into it. Well, to me, I'm like, I'm going to reserve judgment right now because I remember. So the last Rambo movie, he was in um, in Asia. Right. And it was um, Christian missionaries that were being held hostage by militias. And then he had to help them. And, you know, it was his whole thing. You know, one of them was like, uh, you know, we believe in nonviolence and diplomacy and blah, blah, blah. And and of course, Rambo said, hey, you know, it's not going to get you anywhere. And then it ends up being proved right. You know, Rambo solves a problem by killing it. Right? <laughs> so, um, and in this case, it's yet again Rambo uh, dealing with some sort of foreign, you know, adversary. I guess um, again Mexican cartels. That I, I, I'm, I'm assuming he's living on the border, and then the bad hombres come for him. I, I assume he's he's trying to build the wall or something. He's, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a contractor now building the wall. Building the wall, and because there is no wall. Like the wall no, that we need so, to protect so, us. So he he actually you know he traveled down there to try to build the wall, um, and then he he got down there and found out there there was no wall. There was nobody even trying to build a wall. So now he feels betrayed by his government, and and here we go. Yeah, and then the bad hombres come after him, yeah. and then afterwards, you know, um, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm afraid. I, I mean, I know we're joking about this, but I'm afraid it's going to go in that direction because <laughs> Stallone has always been about making movies that kind of like are the are, are like the uh, a political commentary on things. Yes, thin, yeah. thinly veiled uh, political commentaries about the outrage of like the week he made that movie. Yeah. Or, or he could go in the opposite direction, right? Like in Rocky Four, where he's fighting the evil Russian, but right. then the Russians start cheering for him. 
Remember? Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yeah. That. that that was like the beginning of the end of the Cold War. Forget about Chernobyl. I mean, you know, <laughs> Chernobyl and Afghanistan, that wasn't the end of the Soviet Union. It was uh, it was when they started cheering for Rocky. Rocky and Rocky Four. So maybe this, like, you know, the, the bad hombres will, you know, the Mexican cartels would be like, oh, you know, oh, that, uh, that uh, Rambo guy must be pretty good. So we should, you know, stop running drugs into America. Uh, it's that was even horrible. Uh, horrible. So, horrible so Elliot, as, as we as we we mercifully wrap this up, uh, <laughs> uh, do you think that that we could ever recast uh, uh, Rambo, or is that is that uh, Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, we can recast him. But what I'd like to know is all the Rambo cartoons are those canon? I think so, and uh, I think. The graphite block would look would look dynamite in the headband. Carrying the Bowie knife. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at RadioMisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gabatron.